During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get delayed. And some get Del Griffin. American Lightning Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. Two happy clams just whistling down the road. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, they're the Marconi family. Paramount Pictures presents... Steve Martin. You ever been to Hawaii? Yeah. You see Don Ho while you were there? See the second show, that's the best one. Is that right? Yeah. John Candy. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. In a new film by John Hughes. Planes, trains, and automobiles. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game, hell of a game. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. I am your host, Scott White, and I have two returning guests. Woo! Uh, We're back, baby. Kristen and Emily. Yeah. Hi. What's up? Um, I'm really excited because this is probably my favorite movie of all time. Oh, it is. It's, it's, it's in my top five. It's definitely it's a, well. It's the best Thanksgiving movie by far. Nothing's gonna Hands even down. come close. But in what like my top movies, are there though? I don't Hold even on. know. Hold on, time out. Yeah, <laughs> are there? There's a turkey. There's a turkey one. Turkey there's a couple run? of no, uh, that's chicken run. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> there's a couple of killer turkeys. Thanks, killing. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll send you a link to that. Gobble gobble, yes, mother. Like there's probably. A Sarah Jessica Parker oh, movie about Thanksgiving. Home for no, the Holidays is good too. Is it a Christmas movie? Or it's is a, it a no, it's a Thanksgiving movie. movie. They come home mm. for Thanksgiving, and it's good, and it's got Holly Hunter and Robert Downey uh, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, it's a really good, good movie. But it's I don't not think a, a lot of people know it. It's not a movie, but do you know the WKRB Turkey WKRP Turkey Drop episode? Have you ever? No, heard of I that? do not. Oh. No. It is a classic Thanksgiving episode. It's like it's been ranked oh, like yes. one of the top 100 episodes of all time, sitcom episodes of all time. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch it. No kidding. Okay, well I'll have to check all it right, out. We'll Are there any see where we can watch Pilgrim-based Thanksgiving movies? I don't know. I'm in the land of the Pilgrims. I should know. You are in that area. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a script that we should write. And we should. It sounds like we there's a real should. birth of Thanksgiving themed movies. Absolutely. So a lot of you are probably asking, how is this a Dan Aykroyd movie? Well, I'll tell you. I mean, he is he's connected to Steve Martin and John Candy. He's worked with them before. Yes. He's worked with John Hughes. However, there is a scene in the movie. If you're if you're listening to this, you obviously know the movie. Steve Martin is trying to get home for Thanksgiving. And there's a scene in the movie where his wife is sitting in bed watching the movie She's Having a Baby. Dan Aykroyd makes a cameo in the credits of that movie. So technically he's in this movie because that movie is in this movie. Hold on. What? Isn't Kevin Bacon in that movie? He is. (gasps) Who is also in this movie? As that character. I'm pretty sure he's that character in that movie. I think you're right. Bonkers. Uh, Oh my God. You just blew my mind. I got goosebumps over Mm -mm. the stupidest thing. You just blew my mind. Blew my mind. I know. I sound like the aliens guy right now, right? Aliens. Aliens. With Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is an alien. Oh my God. 
that's nuts. This is amazing to me. So that's that how it all news. works. Now I'm gonna have to go back and look for that. Okay. Holy I don't know. Smokes. We probably okay, don't good, need to go good. over the plot. I mean, everybody. I, we'll just talk no, about the movie. Don't go over the plot. If you have, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen this movie, turn it, turn this off and go yeah. watch this. Yeah. movie. Go buy it on Amazon or get your yeah. free week at Paramount Plus or whatever. No, just buy it. Just buy it. Why did I not buy, pay the full money to buy it? Because I, I rent. Well, I, pay, I, have a DVD. I pay to rent I like, it every yeah. year. I hate this movie because it makes me feel feelings, and I hate it feeling does. feelings. I know. It's just. It's so beautifully done. It it's is so beautifully done because it does the comedy, like it hits the comedy so mm-hmm. hard and then it just gets you right in the feels there at the And end. there's like a little bit of like M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong at the beginning where they're like, oh, but you missed this and this and this and this. His wife is dead. Uh, feelings. Oh, it's I like, know. Right? It's so well done. Is this, is this John magic. Hughes' best movie? Is this the best John Hughes movie? Are we going to get it in a fight? Because right? well, I'm not sure. I don't, I mean... Well, wasn't this his like up because before this it was all the teen, the Breakfast Club, and all that? Right, was right. This, and was this his first grown up movie? Well, she's having uh, she's having a baby. Was his first oh, grown up okay. movie? Which I've and seen, but I couldn't tell you anything about it except for Kevin Bacon's for in it. That's all. It's I It's not memorable. So. I mean, so I think this is part of his a uh, uh, John Hughes adulthood, I guess, if you would. Okay. Will. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to get out of the t- the teen, the eighties teen comedies into something yeah. a little more. A lot of his movies are based around travel. He wrote Chevy. He wrote Vacation, starring Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. That's based on one of his short stories. We have this about getting home. He, you know, he produced the Home Alone movies about you yeah. know uh, traveling. So travel just seems to be part of his adult, uh, you know, of his adult movies. Yeah. Yes. Well, this, my, this is my favorite one, I think, hands down. Yeah, it's fantastic. Just across, just across the board. Um, I can remember watching this with my family as a very young child and just losing my shit, like, just everybody in my family losing their shit over the scene in the in the parking lot when he can't find the rental car, like yes. that whole yes. that whole thing with the gobble gobble, like that whole scene. <laughs> and oh. then everyone in my family, all my cousins and aunts and uncles and parents all had it memorized. And so all of us from the ages of, you know, five to 65 would quote that whole scene together like it was a song in a Broadway show while it was on mm-hmm. TV. Like I just have so many fond memories associated with that. Give me a and fucking still, like, car. Give me a fucking car <laughs> right fucking now. Oh, Jean Marie, you're a stitch. <laughs> No, Mom's going to do the turkey. Yeah, Dad wants ambrosia, so I guess we got to get those miniature marshmallows. And I'll do the crescent rolls, and you do the cranberry. You know I can't cook. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll see you tomorrow, then. Gobble, gobble. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway 
to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. Okay, so the I'm the opposite. Rings, like... Yeah. So I only in the last five years did I see this movie for the first time not on TBS, I think. Oh, so wow. I was like, what, what is, is this? What a lovely treat for me uh-huh. that I didn't know this existed because I don't think we owned a copy of it, but we watched it every year when it came on TNT or TBS or whatever. And it was like, yeah. oh, this is so exciting. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is on. Let's all sit down and watch it. So I don't know if they bleeped it or if they just cut that. Dubbed <laughs> over poorly and they yeah. leave the fucks out. Yeah. And so it's not nearly as effective. I mean, it's still funny, but it's not effective. It's so magnificent. It's so magnificent. It and is. then when. Oh, this. Oh, no. I know what it says. Um. No, never mind. That's from The Big Lebowski. Totally different. I was gonna. This is totally off. But you know when in The Big Lebowski when he's like, "This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass." The dubbing for that when you watch it on TV is, "This is what happens when you find a stranger in the woods." So that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> totally different movie. Never mind. Carry on. Well, so <laughs> so that's gonna bring me into this tangent. Whenever they play Die Hard, instead of uh, Yippie Kaye, motherfucker. It, they, they dubbed it Yippie Kaye, Mr. Felcher. Who's Mr. Felcher? Who's Mr. Felcher? Who's Mr. Felcher? I don't know. <laughs> Just take it out. What a fun job. Well, Scott, if you have the time when you're editing this, if you can find the bad dubs of whatever this is, because I'm sure it exists, what if, of right, what they're yeah. saying instead of fuck or whatever, please put it in. Because I, when I listen I will to this, try I, to find I it. I will... it. Oh, Jean Marie, you're a stitch. <laughs> Oh, mom's gonna do the turkey. Yeah, dad wants ambrosia, so I guess we gotta get those miniature marshmallows. And I'll do the crescent rolls, and you do the cranberries. You know I can't cook. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Gobble, gobble. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that chirpy, perky smile off your rosy cheeks. Then you can give me an automobile. A Datsun, a Toyota, a Mustang, a Buick, four wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I don't really care for the way your company left me in the middle of nowhere with keys to a car that isn't there. And I really didn't care to walk down a highway and across a runway to get back here to have you smile in my face. I want a car right now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? <laughs> You're screwed. I have Scarface on on DVD, and they have the TV version on there, and mm-hmm. the TV edits of 
Wow, on the DVD. On wow. the DVD, they have the TV Crazy. edits, and it is just hilarious. Just hilarious about how they dub that movie. It's like, why even bother trying to put that movie on television? Yeah, I, that's ridiculous. I remember when I was in college, I had this small group of friends that were very like fundamentalist Christian, and I went to watch a movie at their house one time, and they had this box that they would hook up to their DVD player that would like screen out any bad words and replace them with not naughty words and it was the funniest thing in the world to me i've heard about this thing and it like would skip scenes and stuff automatically yes. but you had yes. to get like their brand of the movie on dvd yes. or or uh-huh. something it was the or they only had thing. certain dvds coded to it i remember yeah. this but i remember watching whatever the movie was and i'm like this is terrible because i think it was something like the big lebowski that we were trying to watch and i'm like what this what it was like 30 minutes long the whole thing it's great I respect that scene because that scene easily could have been taken out of the movie mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. it wouldn't have affected it. And it could have gotten a PG rating and maybe, you know, had a bigger box office. PG movies usually more right. than rated R because yeah. bigger audience children. Uh, so the Absolutely. fact that they left that in and that scene is so hilarious, I respect John Hughes. I respect the filmmakers because that's basically the only reason this film is rated R because of that scene right there. Right. That one scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, so beautifully done. Good. And then when I can't remember her name, she's she's the improviser, the redhead that's also the Ferris Bueller. Edie McClure. Yeah, secretary. Edie yes. McClure. Yeah. When she's Yes, when she goes, You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Beautifully done. It's so beautifully done. Oh. oh, it oh. Might well, be you scene. recognize all these actors. She's from Ferris Bueller at the beginning right. of the movie. Mm-hmm. His colleague is the dad from Ferris Bueller. That's yes. right. He sure is. That is the dad from Ferris Bueller. And is that the where boss, Ferris Bueller's dad works? Is that say, actually Ferris that's, Bueller's dad? I believe, yeah. Well, <gasps> yeah. Uh, yes. It's all the same that, world. That is, it is all the Aliens. same world because he has to get home to Chicago like mm-hmm. Steve Martin. Like, yeah, and he's just going to take the 8 o'clock. Mm. And they obviously live down the street from the McAllisters. Now I want to watch Home Alone and be like, do the Sticky Bandits rob their house? Do we see their house get robbed? Well, is Dell also Polka King of Chicago, if that's interconnected? I know. Or Polka King of wherever he was from. Polka King of whatever. I don't know. This is is like a Pixar thing now. We have to go on this deep dive and connect all the way. I'm sure there's a Reddit. (laughs) Oh, go, yeah, there's got to go be find one. the Reddit where some other person that's younger than some us and has nerd. more time has yes. looked it up. And I don't know if this is a connection, but their boss, the guy looking at the pictures, plays mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon's father in law, and she's having a baby. What? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. my goodness. This turned wow. out, this is turning into a conspiracy this theory is such podcast. A web. It's maybe it's like in old Hollywood when they were they were just hired by studios and so they mm-hmm. would just fish out you know these are the people that we're gonna have in the movie so they were just all interconnected. I have been saying did, this. What a great pool of talent that they had to choose from. I've been saying this for years. IMDb needs a cross reference thing. Yeah, I need to be able to put in two actors' names and you show me all and the you shit. Show me the in. web. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yes. Like a Wikipedia almost, but like exactly. I need like a map, like a flow chart. 
of how they're connected. Yeah. A Kevin Bacon connection sort yeah. of thing, if you will. That's what Kevin every... Bacon Kevin Bacon should be There's doing. There's gotta this be right some now. algorithm. Your husband, tell your husband to whip up some I algorithm will. and put that together. I'll ask him about it. Tell him to build Get an app. On it. <laughs> New thing. <laughs> so many app ideas for your husband. So many. It's fantastic. Hey, I have a fun fact that I just uh, learned. So this movie was inspired by uh, an actual trip that John Hughes was trying to take from uh, New York City to Chicago. Like, really? apparently, he just had the sh- a shit ball of a time trying to get from here to there. And so that kind of inspired all of the crap that happened in this movie. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I wish I knew more about that, but I don't. Yeah. That's just a little factoid that I heard. I was like, huh way to make art out of hell well that's what he did about vacation that was an act based on a trip he took with his family so a lot of john hughes movies. i didn't know that either yeah a lot of john hughes movies are based on what he what he did as a child or as you know did he have saturday detention with a group of oh i i don't know about that but (laughs) i don't know i hope so i hope so too john hughes Where's his book? Where's his autobiography? Yeah. Does he have one? I want to read about him too. I want to, I want to read all the fun facts. Mm-hmm. Fun God, facts. What a prolific man. So John Candy was in this movie and John Candy was also in Home Alone as yeah. the Polka mm-hmm. King. And right. he did it for like 250 bucks. He literally he did, did it that. for scale. He did it for scale. He did I it know for the scale. story. Yeah. And then, so when the movie went on to be astronomical, he asked for a little more money and they wouldn't give it to him. So I think he had like a falling out with John Hughes. Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't know that part. And Chris Columbus. Yeah. It made, however much it made, he was a little hurt that they didn't offer him any money after he did it for scale for them. Yeah. I don't blame him. That sucks. Yeah. And if you, so the story I thought you were telling was... He agreed to do it, but he only had one day available or something like that, and he was working for scale. They shot for like 22 hours or something. (laughs) They shot for the whole day because he was like, I'll be in your movie, but I have one day available. So they shot like around the clock. I'm sure Catherine O'Hara had something to do with that too because they they loved each other. Yeah. Yeah. And just seeing those two on screen again. Yeah. So good. I love Catherine O'Hara so much. Oh, she's wonderful. I want to meet her. Living female. So do you have a favorite scene from this movie? There's so many, but do you have... God, there's so many. Just like from beginning to end. I mean, the very beginning when he's in the meeting with his boss who won't say anything, just like letting that sit there, like how long they... Did, oh, it's just so it's such, beautifully it's, done. It's such good, like, patient comedy. Okay, this yes. is what I thought of. It is, it's almost like John Hughes said, what is a, what are the components of a romance and a meet-cute? And he reversed it. Instead yeah. of the, like, we keep getting pushed together and now we're falling in love. But it was the opposite because mm-hmm. awful things kept happening to Steve Martin. And then they end up being pals. But it was like, this is, like, so much worse than a meet yes. cute Because only bad stuff's happening only to Steve Martin. Only bad stuff. You're the guy who tried to steal, steal my cab. I know. And he gets kicked in. The, I mean, just, God, just everything. So good. When, when the guy punches him out at the car place. <laughs> yeah. How many times yes. does Steve Martin almost get run over yeah. in this get movie? The tires got so oh, close to his head. Favorite, so yes. many times. So many times. One of my very favorite parts is when after the car spins around and they're going the wrong way. <laughs> and the people on the other side of the highway are like, they're, they're going. 
going the wrong, the wrong way. way. Oh, they're probably drunk. How do they know which way we're going? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. When when Steve Martin stops and thinks and it's like, how would they know? Like you, how they give they us the know? time to see to him that figure it out. Yeah. Yes. My absolute favorite moment in the movie is when right after that, when they go in between the cars and the sparks fly, and John yes. Candy turns into the devil, it's just, and it's just yes. like. <laughs> And I was like, I love this so much. I love that there are these just like complete moments of insanity of these cartoon moments. And they have to like take their fingers out of the dashboard and just, yeah, the the cartooniness, but it's not there the whole time. No. And if you remember, they, so Home Alone 2, 1 or 2 stole that because there's a scene where Marv is getting electrocuted and he turns into a skeleton and then he turns right back. I've, I've said this before and I'll say it here. The brilliance of John Candy in this movie is Steve Martin is 100% right to be fucking annoyed with John Candy all the time. The whole time. The whole time. He is absolutely in the right. John Candy may be the nicest man in the world, but he is absolutely in the right to be annoyed with him as much as he is in this movie. But you Mm -hmm. still love John Candy. You do, and there's that whole dynamic also of just that classic, just personality difference of the people people who are askers and just like go get what they want. They'll ask for it and not assume that they're imposing ever. And then the people who are the complete opposite of that, where they would yeah. never ask anyone for help because they would consider that an imposition. And then the two of them being forced together constantly. Yes, it's just such beautiful. It's such a beautiful foil. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so great. Um, also, John Candy smoking a cigar while he's driving, eating a sandwich, and singing Mess Around yeah. with Ray Charles at the top of his lungs. Just little things like that, just sprinkled throughout. And then Neil just, like, quietly stewing and not saying, just, like, letting it build, letting it build, letting it build. And then finally, you know, that, that, that scene with the Chatty Cathy doll reference. Mm-hmm. And then Dell just drops all that shit. And you're like, oh, God. Oh God. I wonder I wonder how much, if any of this, is just completely because they're such good improvisers. Mm-hmm. I wonder if John Hughes was smart enough to be like, just drive just around for an hour, John Candy, <laughs> yeah, and shit. we're gonna get footage uh-huh. and I'll get my two minutes that I need for this sequence. And if it's like a bunch of different songs, like I wonder if if mess around was like fixed or was was chosen ahead of time yeah like how prescriptive it was or if there's like spinal tap is there is there another 90 minutes of footage of just them dicking around i would pay for that i would pay 50 dollars for this box set (laughs) right totally would i do know that um that Edie as the as the clerk at the car rental place Mm -hmm. a ton of that was improvised like her whole like i think john hughes was like just just talk to somebody on the phone about thanksgiving so like that whole Thing, like oh Maureen you're a stitch like I yeah she's, she's, she's second that city whole, right oh. yeah you know what her well, first that, movie was a Cheech and Chong movie hmm. her first movie was Cheech and Chong's <laughs> wow. next movie wow yeah I, I remember a story about her from Ferris Bueller and I don't remember if this is in the movie or not but she put like 15 or 20 pencils in her hair because she had that big helmet <laughs> that, hair. it is in the movie and she just kept is it in the movie? It is okay, in the I movie. couldn't remember if it was yeah. in it or if I just heard the story. Mm-hmm. And that just came from her dicking around because she did it once and they were like, That's funny. That's funny. How many she pencils kept... can you put in there? And she just kept <laughs> sticking, sticking them, them in. Her in. Hair. Oh, so good. Oh, and it turns out she was working for a pedophile. 
I mean, oh. is he a pedophile? He was, yeah, he was a child, po- yeah. child porn. They found. I guess I yeah. knew that, and I forgot. I mean, he's got which the is look. such a bummer. And yeah. you look back, like I was watching Beetlejuice with my kids, which is such a great movie, and he's in that. Yeah, and then he's in, he's in that movie. Um, that remote Mom control and Dad movie, isn't he? That oh, that's that's what it was. Stay tuned. Stay, Stay tuned, tuned with, with uh, John Ritter and John, Pam Dauber. Yes. Yes, yeah. God, that was another great movie, and I'm like, oh, it's like Michael Jackson. Like you can't. Oh, this is such Ugh. a tangent. <laughs> my my students at one of my college jobs has to do a. Uh, they all have to do a persuasive speech at the end of the semester. That's their final grade, like a ten minute persuasive speech. And one of them was like, "I want to do it on Michael Jackson's innocence," and I'm like, <laughs> So I'm trying to like gently. <laughs> talk her into Steer not away. doing that because i'm like your classmates are gonna turn on you uh-huh. they're gonna turn That's and gonna it's gonna not gonna be great sell, baby. it's, t- it's gonna be a tough sell one of the reasons has have either of you seen bill cosby himself his concert movie Probably. i think i did a long time ago i couldn't remember it is it i've seen several of them i just i don't remember what's it's what. hilarious and it's the reason i got into stand-up but it's like it's now it's Bill Cosby, and it's just like, oh, yeah. But you can't. It's such er- a shame. It is a shame because you can't erase. I mean, I can't erase that. It's like I I watched that over and over as a as a child. Yeah. It was just it was a it was an hour forty five minutes of him doing straight stand up, and there was laughs through the whole thing. Yeah. Is that the one with the dad is great? Yes. Eating chocolate. Okay, okay, then I have seen okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that I, I, I've seen it several, several times. And um, yeah, it's such a shame. And there's so many repercussions that have like, yes, he's terrible. Let's not watch his mm-hmm. stuff or consume his art. But then you look but at also- he had so many series or so many seasons of The Cosby Show and all those actors were like surviving on those residuals and then they're just cut off. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like this very like it's, like, uh, it's a chain reaction kind of thing. It's, it's like maybe thing, we like- do we keep showing it and just give all right. of his money to his victims? But it's, right. it's so sticky. Yeah. How does that work out? Oh, cows are so cute and I would like to pet them, but. I also want to eat them, but it makes me sad that they die. But, like, I'm going to buy ground beef because they've already been killed. It would be wasteful if I didn't, you know? Yeah. It's already out there, so it would be wasteful if I didn't just eat. So that. to turn this into something positive, <laughs> <laughs> so this movie stars Steve Martin and John Candy, both of whom I don't believe have been touched by scandal. I haven't heard of many stories about Steve Martin, but John Candy was literally, everybody who met him described him as one of the nicest men in Hollywood, I mean, in real life. So what scandal touched them? Yeah, I don't. No, know no, it. none. I said neither. No, oh, no scandal okay. touched. Oh, them. I thought you said they have like, been no, touched no. by scandal, and I was no. like, "Give me the tea." I didn't know. No, real. no okay. scandal has touched them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've heard the same thing that they're both just incredible, just lovely, lovely people. people. Yeah. and that's how John Candy was before he passed. So. I thought we were too. Childhood. I was really excited. So that makes this movie that makes this movie tougher to watch too, knowing that John Candy isn't with us anymore. That makes it, it makes me so mm-hmm. sad. He yeah. was so talented and so young and six months older than I am right now when he died. And I'm just like that's, that's horrifying. Oh, he was four maybe a, last maybe a year and a half. Forty five? His last film. Oh, I thought he was forty three. Forty three. Okay. Canadian Bacon was his last film. But Wagons East was his last film released. Oh. If okay. that makes sense. Okay. He yeah, made yeah. he made Wagons 
um, he made Canadian bacon. He made Canadian bacon before. No, it's reverse. He made before. Canadian bacon before okay. Wagons East. He died on the set of Wagons East. So uh, oh. they re- they released Wagons East before Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon was his last film released. Canadian uh, Wagons East was his last film that he made. Okay. That he was working on, and he died. Yeah, he died on the set of Wagons East. Wow, I don't think I knew that. That is awful. So So how did they finish? Like, how far along were they? Wagons East was like three quarters done. So they finished it with uh, a lot of, uh, uh, they did a lot of back shots of this guy that looked like John Candy from behind. Mm -hmm. And then they divided up his lines among the other actors that were there. Yeah, because they shoot stuff out of, out of sequence. They shoot, yeah, Yeah. they, they shoot movies out of sequence. That's got to, so speaking of out of sequence, that's got to be tough. It had to be tougher for Steve Martin if they shot this out of sequence because he gets more irritated as the movie goes along. Yeah. So he has to know at what point in the movie how irritated he is with John Candy. Right. Yeah. So that's like his actor's work. If this was if this was Mm -hmm. me and I had my full script, I would get like a Sharpie and write like like green. Yellow, and I'd yes. start getting it all the I'd way get to angry red. Face stickers. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Because it's hard to keep track of that shit. It's like, wait, yeah. what is it? Wait, where are we? Are, oh, yes, when yes, are yes, we? yes. When is, I'm medium yeah. mad. Oh, the little snuggle scene at the beginning oh my is God, so funny. Pillows. Those aren't pillows. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game. Hell of a game. Bears got a great team this year. They're gonna go all the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, so where's great. your hand between two pillows? Between two pillows. Those aren't Those pillows. Are pillows. <laughs> that, uh, when he gets out of the shower, and there's a single, and I'm like, what in the fuck happened in there? There's that tiny little washcloth, and then everything else is just soaking wet under I, in the sink. Just people are things. like that. So, how do I tell this without, nah, this person's never going to listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> and if they do, they need to know what they've done wrong. So They do. So my husband was working on, I'll be vague. He was working on a project with another person and it had us going across the country to do research. So there were one or two nights where we were sharing a hotel room with this person. And it, so it's these two dudes and me. 
And oh my gosh, did it make me very much like, nope, I'll buy you a hotel room. I'm not having anybody other. Like, no, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> so same thing. Like I get up one morning to either shower or brush my teeth and there's just like water everywhere. There's like, he, like he shaved, but it's like he shaved and then just like flung like <laughs> whiskers about. It was so yucky and just like oblivious, man. Totally mm-hmm. oblivious as to like the yuckiness of it all. Blah, 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 blah. Blah. Can't mm-hmm. deal with it. But in the movie, John Candy is not oblivious, but I just he can't help himself because there's that scene where he's sitting in the car by himself talking to his dead wife. And That's right. you know, yes. he knows I'm a giant pain in the butt. Why can't I shut up? He he knows he's this person. Yeah. He just he just can't help being who he is. He's unmedicated he just can't ADD. Do it. Yep. Yeah. 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 He didn't have his parents shame him when he was young, like he should have, to keep that shit in check. To keep that, squash it all down, hold it in. But he's got that, like, magnetic personality where everybody who's not Steve Martin falls in love with him. Yeah, because he's a salesman, right? Yes, they're just under his spell. You know, it's just, you know, like him selling all the shower curtain rings as earrings to get money, to get tickets, just stuff like that. I bet there are you know 25 variations on that that's another one that i'm like oh i'm sure he just let the camera roll and was like say something different every time and Uh we'll pick the five best so i would love to hear i'd love to hear what inappropriate ones didn't make it because i'm sure there were some Mm -hmm. yes i'm sure there were some really filthy i don't know i like these are filled with helium so they're lighter (laughs) they're lighter yes yes god so good that and then when he's trying to get the hotel room with the Casio watch because Neil uses his, yeah, it's a Rolex. This is a Casio. The presentation of the watch. Yes, and he ends up in the car. Poor oh, thing. oh, God, my goodness gracious! I know that car. That car becomes a character in the movie. Oh yeah. It's like in Tommy Boy when just as it goes along, it yeah. just progressively becomes more of a dumpster fire. And then by the end, there's no door, no top. Same thing, just like on fire. Yes. God, so great. What's oh. the, okay. All right, this doesn't. trunk down the road. I found a flaw in the movie. Oh, no. So they rent the hotel room for $12 and a watch or whatever it was. Where did they get all the shit from the mini bar? There was an open mini bar, and you didn't have to give a credit card. How does this make sense? How are they going to well, build in nineteen eighty seven? Did they have? How did they do that? I think it was. I think they would physically lock them up, but maybe yeah. not. I don't oh. know. Were you old enough to drink in nineteen eighty seven, Scott? I was not. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I was. Yeah, I was eighteen. Um, 18 okay i saw this movie in the theaters by the way but that place is so i would that place even have a mini bar i don't know they had all of the little tiny i know they had oh maybe john candy stole sweet talk to the stewardess and got him from the plane that's the story i'm gonna tell myself that sounds like that's that's the story i'm gonna tell myself (laughs) so through the whole movie they're carrying his trunk uh, that's mm -hmm. right john candy has his footlocker that and the reason he has his footlocker is he doesn't have a home. And the mm-hmm. goddamn that scene where at the end of the movie where he, they're in the oh god, where they you where he cry? Where, Do you need a tissue? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna cry. Play music in the background. Uh. <laughs> Every time you go, go. Oh, away. Oh, god. <laughs> 
When Steve Martin. It's like Mary Poppins' bag. He just keeps pulling shit he out does? of his trunk. That's a shit. He probably had a bunch of little mini bottles. He probably yeah, did. I he had, so. a, bunch of, he had so. a bunch of stuff in he that just trunk. He collect them here. Okay, good. Yeah. The movie remains perfect. No it's flaws. Perfect. I from take all it his, okay, Yeah, good. from all his travels, he, he just collects and he puts it into the into the footlocker. Absolutely. But that scene you know, but I think is What's that? That'll What's make that? you cry. Something else will make you cry a little bit. Yeah. So no, Steve I don't Martin want... is finally heading home on the subway train, and he's and they're playing that fucking song, and he's having those flashbacks. He's having yes. those moments. So all of those shots, he didn't know the camera was rolling. He was just sitting there, just like having this Steve Martin moment by himself, and the camera wow. was rolling, and that's what he used to go in between. And I'm uh, like, oh, I was on that train beautiful. like two weeks ago. Still looks exactly like that. Did you reenact his facial expressions? I should like have. You? Fuck. You should if have. I'd have been, it. if I had been thinking about Your it, Insta stories. I would have. Damn it. Happened for that. And then well, you could have used it as promotions. Yep. Fuck. Yes. Well, you really blew oh, it. Actually, I did. We really actually sent one of our guests to Chicago. Just. <laughs> 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 To look stoically around. I'll try oh. to get my cousin Stephanie to do it. She will not. But when, <laughs> but when he that. puts it together, that Dell doesn't have yes. anybody. It's just oh. Oh. <sighs> it is so tragic. And then his wife just like opening the door and being like, "Okay," because there's no way for her to know the whole story because there's, there's no, no cell, cell phone. It's just like he hasn't been in communication for three days, but he finally fucking showed up, and there's this dude with a trunk with him. But I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let him in and be like, okay, I trust you. I'm like, man, that's a good woman right there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can mm-hmm. I see the kitchen for a minute? Hey, can you help me get, babe? Can you help can me you get help this me down from the, the I can't reach it, babe. Come help me get it off the can top of the refrigerator. The ready? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Where have you been for three days? <laughs> Go full Chicago accent. Well, okay, so we're running into yeah, our home. Man. There is a line that I think is so, it's, it's so stupid. So he's trying to fly from New York to Chicago, so they have to land in Kansas, Wichita, or yeah. yeah, yeah. So he calls her, and he's like, "I'm in Wichita," and she's like, "I don't understand. What's Wichita I have know, to do?" Wrong it's like with her. It's snowing out. It's the middle of winter. It's You're blind. Like you live in the city that closed yes. the airport because yeah. of the blizzard, dumbass. It's clearly seven feet of snow outside yeah. your door right now. It's you like, know why, Beth. what's Wichita have to do with flying to Chicago? We got routed to there because it's, it's, oh my that's goodness. what it means. Yes, that part, the whole wife, I don't know how to, how to improve the like, wife storyline because i don't want we any more of them i want to just I am, steve martin and john i am glad there was this i was glad there was so little of the wife and that sounds bad but i'm glad that there yeah was. i agree yeah. well i think they sprinkled in just enough of the wife and then little matthew lawrence to be yes to help you understand like why like what what is steve martin working for like why is this such right. a big deal to him but also we don't really need to focus on them because mm-hmm. it's not about them it's not about you, Matthew Lawrence. Get over yourself. With his little bowl cut. His little bowl cut. Little and that girl was not Punky Brewster, but for a minute I thought it was. She and then I was like, she would like need Punky to be Brewster. older. It wasn't her. Somebody yeah. else. Who's I feel done like I a tons of, that at one yeah, point I, in time. I, I looked her up. She's done a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. not Punky Brewster. It's true. Okay. Good fact. Good fact. She is not. like Soleil Moon Fry. Yes. She's also Punky Brewster-esque. Yes. 
I think I thought those were the same person until just this moment. Really? I think I, I, think I thought I think that for I a long did. time, and then I IMDb'd them at some point and figured out that it wasn't. I, I think I thought that that was Porky Brewster. Oh, 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 oh. How about the scene where they're in the back of the... Are you his son? Oh. You can't catch the train. Oh, my God. So <laughs> gross. This ain't... I was this drinking ain't coffee. Bleh. This ain't I'm where so people get eating. on the train. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not okay. Oh, it was so And then disgusting. he sends his wife, so well get your lazy ass out of the get truck. Get your lazy no, ass no. out and get their luggage. Yeah. And she has to hand the infant over. She's holding the baby. And, oh, my God. So great. Oh, my goodness. It's a beautiful uh, So he, so that guy, I don't know that actor's name, but I always think of him because he was in that soap opera movie with John Candy where his, like, eyebrow, he's some, do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like Scott knows what I'm talking delirious. about. Delirious. Yes, Delirious. He was one of the characters and, like, his eyebrow, and I remember him doing this and his whole eyebrow pulls off. <laughs> so every time I see that actor in anything ever, that's what I think of, is him doing this and, and just then, pulling and off the, his, his eyebrow. eyebrow. Yeah, and his gum started to bleed. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> That's a good movie. I'm going to watch it. it. It's got oh, Raymond it Burr is. in it, of all people. I Raymond haven't Burr. seen it in a yeah. long time. I haven't. Uh, John yeah, thank Candy. Thank God our parents had good good taste in movies. John huh? Candy is so hit stuff. or miss in his movies, but he's always good in his movies. It's, he's always good in them, no matter what it is. Yeah. He just, he's just, like, he everything who's Harry Crumb? Which has, yeah. which oh, yeah. has, yeah. what's his name? The pedophile. He's in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He was very I bet he prevalent. did Second City. He's Jeff, got too many overlaps. Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah and Annie Potts is in that movie. Oh, yeah. Potts. Love her. She's fabulous. Love her. Picking up or dropping off. Yes. Funniest <laughs> line. Ghostbusters. What do you want? Funniest <laughs> line in Ghostbusters. It's by her. <laughs> it is. So good. Um, yeah. So here's so like remaking movies is a is a thing. I feel like there's a lot of untouchable movies, and I feel like this is one of them just because it was so perfectly done. And also, what would it look like in the time and age that we are now, with all of the things that we have with access cell phones? to? Like, you know what it is? I got it. What is it? And I bet if we had an interview with this writer or director, they would say this was what they were trying to do. The movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis, where they had to try. It's not good. It's not good. If you don't know what I'm talking about. I know. I don't know the name of the movie, movie, but I know what you're talking about. I bet that's their attempt because he's trying to get home to his wife that's in labor. But his he couldn't get on the plane because uh, his name's been flagged. And it's somehow Zach Galifianakis's fault that his fault. name got flagged but now they're riding so together and they also have like a little dog for some reason mm-hmm. and i bet that's the the attempt oh. i bet that was well, a that's it. i bet their pitch was like we're we redoing planes, right trains, planes and trains and automobiles why would you do that though well do you know yeah. that they're oh. planning to remake it with the rock and uh kevin hart this this I was about to right say here? Kevin Hart. I knew no. it was going to well, be Kevin they're Hart. They're all like best buds now. Yeah. This is the, they're trying to remake this. It's in the work. Yeah. Can we be a Dwayne guest Johnson when we, and, and just tear uh, it apart? <laughs> we want to talk yeah. about this. And I enjoy both of them. Specifically I enjoy both in of the them Jumanji too. movies. Okay. I so the love the Jumanji, Jumanji movies. They're, they're so good. I think they're. Be- I think they're better than the first because the first yeah. one just had me so anxious the whole time. 
but theirs were a lot lighter. I agree. But this I one doesn't them. need, like, this is just the perfect heartfelt balance. Like, it's hilarious, but it's also just, like, it gets at you, man. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be touched. Don't touch it. Yeah, this makes me want to hit somebody. Well, the yeah, scene like where that. where John, where Steve's like, you know, we need to split up. And John Candy's like, yeah, okay. All right. All right. I got it. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. just, uh, he's really hurt because he really thought he had yeah. a connection with Steve Martin. If you're going to remake it, just remake it with Steve Martin and Martin Short. That's the only thing I'll accept. That's it. (laughs) And it's just just only murders, but now it's not about murder and it's just travel. It's just travel. It's fine. But I don't think Steve Martin would even touch it. I think he'd be like, no, "No, it's it's good the way it is. No, why would you touch that? Kevin Hart's going to be the annoying one. Annoying one. Like, The Rock is going to be the the one that... hmm. Well, first of all, what lady is just not going to pull over and give The Rock a ride to wherever he wants? I need to go to Chicago. Get in, Mr. Rock. (laughs) But also, like, there's a lot of serial. Everybody listens to true crime podcasts now. There's no woman who's in the car. Yeah. But they're definitely going to have to do something where they get flagged and they can't get on a plane. So it's going to be a. Something's going to happen to their phones. Right. Right. Because they, they brought this up in. They can't get an Uber. Well, like you just said, that whole first part where he's trying to hail a cab, Uber, bam, that's all yeah. taken care of. Yeah, right. he's, oh, he's just going to yeah. Uber, done. Because they brought this up in Home Alone. It's like Home Alone would never happen nowadays because yeah. people would have a, an alarm on their phone. So even if right, electricity exactly. went out, it wouldn't matter. And that's how mm-hmm. it would work here. It would be, they'd have Ubers and they'd have cell phones so they could be in constant contact. Mm-hmm. Right, they'd call their kids or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They could and FaceTime. Also, would not be. Yeah, they could FaceTime, and the cops also <coughs> would not be blasé about it at all. I know because my child is missing. Yes, oh, well. well, like in the eighties and nineties, it was that whole like, well, have they been missing for a full week? Because if not, they probably just ran away. <laughs> I had not check keys into it yet. to my apartment in kindergarten and first grade and let <laughs> myself in. Yeah, like, it was a different what? time. It was what? a different <laughs> time. Yeah, well, Steve Martin's on the train next to this young girl. Where is her? Where are her parents? I'm wondering is that is that somebody's kid? Is that John Hughes' kid or niece Maybe, or something? It might be. Yeah, had it's to be just right. A, Must be. Yeah, because it was such a random like you going home. Me too. Like, well, what? Why did they feel the need to put that little chunk in there? That's yeah, got to be. We don't need. That's got to be you. a little a little wink to a the audience. Friend. Was there yeah, a if I'm directing a movie, everybody's in it. I'll, Hell yeah! I'm gonna shoehorn all y'all in. Yeah. Well, so I'm not a fan I... of uh, I'm not a fan of Adam Sandler, but he is loyal. He had all of his. Mm-hmm. You see all writers yeah. and every one of them. Yeah, and like this God, movie, I I you see all of so you bad. see all of the actors that you've seen in all you know in other John Candy of uh, uh, John Hughes yeah. movies. I feel like if we ever we ever meet a mediocre genie that's like, I'll give you a wish, but it can't be too extravagant. Like I won't make you famous or anything. What right. do you want to do? I want to go back to the 80s and be best friends with Adam Sandler. <laughs> like, right. that's it. Yes. I'm just going to be friends with him, and I'll and know I'm work set. Your way up. That's right. They're going to be silly that's movies. Right. They're going to yes. have a good time. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a great time on set. They might Absolutely. not be stellar, but I'm getting paid But you're going to get perform. paid consistently, and people are still going to go see them mm-hmm. because Adam mm-hmm. Sandler's name is attached to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But what if it's the butterfly effect, and you just knock him <gasps> a little bit with your little wing? And then all of a sudden, it's Rob Schneider that went on to say, and and I'm not friends with Rob. But you did. You just ruined the universe. 
Kristen, don't do it. Deuce Bigelow 4 is out now. That's all we have. There's a Deuce Bigelow theme park. It's all my fault. Yes, Rob Schneider has a 12 movie contract with Netflix. No, thank you. Oh, see, did you get a bird? Is that a macaw? No, it's my seven-year-old daughter. And of course, she did a good job of not talking when she came into the room, though. Speaking of people in the movies, Michael McKeon is the cop that pulls him over. Yes, love him. Top of the morning, officer. Hi. Is there something I can help you with? What the hell are you driving here? We had a small fire last night, but we caught it in the nick of time. (laughs) You have any idea how fast you were going? Well, funnily enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometer's melted, and as a result, it's very hard to say with any degree of accuracy exactly uh, how fast we were going. 78 miles an hour. 78, huh? Well, yeah, I could buy that, sure, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, you would know better than us, uh, especially since we got a melted speedometer. Do you feel this vehicle is safe for highway travel? Yes, I do. Yes, I really do. I, I, I believe that. I know it's not pretty to look at, but it'll get you where you want to go. Now, you got no outside mirror. No, we lost that. You have no functioning gauges. No, not a one. However, the radio still works. Funny <laughs> as that may seem, with all this mess, that the radio is the only thing that's really working good, and it's as clear as a bell. Don't ask me how. <laughs> I can't let you go ahead in this vehicle. Can't what? No, it's not fit for the road. The vehicle will be impounded until such time as it can be made safe for travel on state highway. Okay, officer, I admit it. I, I, I broke the law, and, and for that, I'm really sorry. I am. It'll never happen again. I, you got me there, and I won't argue with you one iota, I swear. However, um, if you impound our car, I'm going to be unable to get my friend here home in time for his Thanksgiving dinner. God, he's... He gets... Oh, I saw... Did y'all see the Weird Al movie? I haven't seen no. it yet. Oh, did I that... loved it. Is it streaming? Loved it. You it's on Roku, Roku, I think. For free. Yeah, do you have a Roku? Oh, I don't have Roku. I, is it an app? Can you get the app? Because I have an actual, like, plug-in so. Roku thing, but I bet you can get the app. But Michael McKean's in it. He's the, he's at the, like, uh, doing the open mic night for the band when he comes in and does I Love Rocky Road. <laughs> it's so good. Can my son watch it? Yeah. Yes, there's phase? a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, um, cause Madonna's in it. So there's a lot of like sexual innuendo, but you don't actually see anything other than making out, but it's very like bleh, bleh, cartoony and ridiculous. Okay. okay. It's probably rated PG 13. Like you should look, okay. but I would guess it's PG 13. Okay. Oh, it's so funny and well, stupid. Well, so was Titanic, but there was a full tit in there that There was one. a boob in it. Full boob. <laughs> Scandalous. Speaking of making yes. out, they have to sit next to the couple making out on the bus. Oh, yes. on the way. that was another great, oh, oh man. Oh, my God, they oh, were like. The, when they're on the bus, and there's Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. But before, like, oh, you have one, do one, Neil. Three coins in a fountain. It's just like a, the most bougie song he could have chosen. I don't even know that song. What song I didn't is until... that? I wrote it down. No, it's some, like, old, like, from the 40s or something. Some okay, old, like, okay. 
easy listening oh, classic my or goodness. something. Oh, 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 I did some Googling. Are we ready from the, oh my goodness. All right. So I just, I wrote down three coins and a fountain, which made me remember to look at my note. Okay. Um, so this movie's so good. I watched it. I crazily woke up at like 545 that morning because it's daylight savings time. So I started watching it at like 645, woke my husband up <laughs> laughing, who was asleep upstairs because it's so funny <laughs> that it's like for real laughing. But, um... I have two things written down when the, the spit guy with the like, get my wife's going to carry your bag. He said, don't worry. Her first baby come out sideways. <laughs> she didn't scream or nothing. She didn't scream or nothing. Uh, but the other thing I wrote down was, did we pay attention to how much cash these gentlemen had in their wallets? That, so much cash. Everybody so, like, had cash though. But they had a ridiculous amount. So I do want to talk about the pickpocketer and how weird that was but anyway i understand we needed something to push the fl- the plot forward mm-hmm. um dell had uh uh seven hundred dollars uh no, uh, no wait a minute. so he had wait, more do I have it backwards no no uh you are you do have it backwards oh dell had 263 that's yeah. what it is so um what was i don't even know what steve martin's character's name Neil. was Neil. So Neil had seven hundred dollars. He had more than that inflation. because remember when the guy he paid the guy seventy five dollars for his cab. So he for the cab. Yeah. So he yeah. left New York with, paid 50. with paid yeah 75. seven with at least seven hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, he, he well, I did the seven hundred dollar yeah. math. So that would be like walking around with eighteen hundred dollars cash on you today. <laughs> and then Dell's two sixty three was seven hundred eighty nine dollars mm-hmm. or six hundred eighty nine dollars. Having that, was that much cash all of his money period, but also back but he had then, credit cards too. But they he had the diners everywhere. and stuff. But oh. they didn't take them everywhere. Like gas, I think you had to pay cash at most places. Like, it's not, you know, they didn't have tap to pay back then, Kristen. You didn't just they... have your chip implanted <laughs> in your phone. I know. I can't live without my chip, but they I had feel that like. Credit card that. I feel like he would have been fine with like 200 bucks. I, I feel don't like know, he would, because... which that wouldn't work now, but that would no. be like $500. It would be plenty to pay for a this, but that, also, and whatever. People just had cash back then. Yeah. Because you yeah. could stop by an ATM. Like, they didn't have those everywhere. Like, if you got <sighs> stuck somewhere, you were just kind of fucked because you didn't no have any No wonder money. everybody was getting robbed in the 80s. No kidding. But so now, like money. you said, that would be yeah. another thing. Like, nowadays, you would have your phone. So if you got mm-hmm. robbed or something, I'm sure there's some, mm-hmm. you could go on your phone or something and get money or transfer oh, money yeah. or something like that yeah call your bank right away get money wired to you yeah just, things are so easy now we have it so easy we do we're pampered we don't even have to know how to read a map we can just drink we a beer sunday drink afternoon a, drink a tall boy miller light and talk so about good. a movie the shipyard and, pumpkin and I'm john candy you are so- uh my niece's husband so would that be uh, my uh, not my niece my cousin's husband so would he be my cousin, lo- like cousin in law, cousin in law? I guess. Mm. I don't know what that sure. is. Sure, he's the kind of person he knows everybody. Like Dell in this movie, he's like, I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. Mm-hmm. And my my cousin in law, he's not he's not as annoying as Nell. But I know people like that. People who yeah. know everybody, and yes. that's just part of his personality. Yeah, yeah, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I am Same. too. I go out of my way not to talk to people. Yeah. Same. Right, My husband right. knows a guy though. Like Your husband does sure know a person. guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I am op- totally the opposite as well. Because I can Google a guy if I need one. Real yeah, bad. I, I'll Google a guy. That's a good point. <laughs> In 1987, I could yellow pages a guy. You know? <laughs> oh, man. In the day.
Oh, yeah. Three Coins and a Fountain. It's a Frank Sinatra song. Oh, okay. All right. So, there we go. Yeah. Thank I think you. they had a movie called Three Coins and the Fountain also. I've never seen it, but... I, well, first of all, I'm surprised he sang in the first place. He seems like somebody that's like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then he sings well, that song. It's so funny because he's like, all right, I'm loosening up. I'm a changed man. I'm going to sing this old classic. And everybody's like, what in the hell? And then Dell saves him. He swoops yes, in with Flintstones, with man. Flintstones. He, he jumps in the box and he take he saves his friend. Mm-hmm. Like, say what you will about Dell, but he's he really does have his back in his own weird kind of way, you know? Yeah. So what do we think future Thanksgivings? Dell definitely is like having, I I almost wish that there were, like if these two were still alive today, or if John Candy was still alive today, I believe very strongly that there would be, and we could have, I feel like we could have made it happen during the pandemic, just a campaign to be like, do a 30 minute special just of Thanksgiving at their house. Like it's been Mm -hmm. 25 years I just want a 30-minute special yeah. where we see where everybody is. I don't care if it's good. You know how they got so many people to reunite over the pandemic oh, and the people yeah. were like, yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, we're sure. not doing anything. Exactly. Ugh. Would love to see I that. Know. I know. I don't know what happened to Dell. So he has this meal with them, and then does Neil just, like, give him a 1000 bucks and send him on his way? Oh, or like, no. He for happens? sure falls in love with and marries Neil's sister. Oh and then my he's God. stuck with him forever. How? Yeah, and then we have a father of the bride kind of situation. Yes! Like brother of yes! the bride. Yes. There you go. That's what happened. Oh, we figured it out. that's where it That's goes. how it ends. That makes total sense. It makes total sense. And then for sense. some reason, he's the reason that Neil's house gets robbed by the wet bandits yep. during the Home Alone. Yep. Because he super. hires them he's, to do some, like, gardening yeah, work or and some, lets like, them plumbing. in, gives them a key because yep. he's so super nice. Yeah, we're going to be out of town. We're going to be in yeah, France. Yeah, don't It's a great I'll, time for you to come in. I'll, yeah. I'll pick up your mail for you, but then yeah. he actually lets them. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. There you go. With this, I love this universe. Uh, I love the connected. idea of a John Hughes universe. <clears throat> I do, too. Uh, would do he too. be, would Dell be the brother of Uncle Buck? Could John Candy play both characters? Oh. Yes. Easily. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, because Uncle Buck's a total fuck up, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those giant pancakes. Like, just in a different... Okay. Like, as a kid, I was like, yes, I want an uncle, <laughs> and he will make me giant chocolate, chocolate chip pancakes. Chocolate chip pancakes, smoking in my kitchen like a chimney. <laughs> well, that's it, too. Did, it's did, like did all he... the smoking in this movie. It's oh, like... Yeah, I was going to say, what did he actually die from? Did he have heart disease? Did he have a heart he attack? He was... He he died of basically being overweight. He yeah, was okay. he was close to he was over three hundred pounds, and he mm-hmm. smoked like a he smoked like a chimney, and he didn't take yeah, care of himself. Yeah, which is very bad for your heart. And, and he drank already, a lot. I mean, your heart is tight, right? Yeah. yeah, he he drank a lot, and he That's smoked so a lot, and he ate a lot. So basically, he 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 just enjoyed he himself bacchus. to death. Yeah. Go. Well, I guess there's worse way to go. Worse yeah. ways yeah. to go. Well, he cooked himself a giant meal in his room and ate it and went to bed and died. So he died after a giant meal. I mean, that's not a bad way to go. No, no. Happily sleep it away. The poor PA that had to like wake, was trying to wake him up in the morning. God, can you imagine? Because you know, that was just some like 19 year old intern. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sad. I just made it so sad. Let's talk about something you did. else. <laughs> just like the movie. You just turned it all around. No, it gives you feel. Although the, every time you go away. Okay. So I hate that they used that song because it was very much like, oh, uh, and I know what they were doing. It was like, oh, this is me thinking about my family and how much I love them. But that's like a romantic love song. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like, 
I think it should have been. I think it should have been a different song. I don't know what. This, I didn't love that song. Was this the way they do in the '80s, where they make a song for the movie, or was oh. this like? Because you know, in the '80s and early '90s, yeah, they, they just did a lot. Made songs just for oh, the movie. They there's shop. one in this one. Oh, we need to get a copy of this. So when he's stomping through the parking lot before the fuck. Fuck yeah. fest. Mm-hmm. There's like all this like eighties music happening, and they have samples of his pissed off voice. There's <gasps> samples of Steve Martin just being like, "Where is my car?" What? Yes, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever noticed it before, but it's I've like never noticed. It's, that. So that's definitely a song they did for the movie. Mm. I think. I don't know if every time you go away was every a song time you go away was recorded by Howard Jones, I believe, and that was okay. in the early eighties. So okay, okay. so it's this so was it, an so it, def- it was not it was not him recording. It definitely wasn't him recording the song in this okay. movie. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And um, yeah, just him using uh, uh, payphones, just holding it like <laughs> yeah, like it was infected. Yeah. Yes, which it was. It was infected. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah, man, times were different. They really well, were. it's a it's a classic. I mean, it's just so and close I'm, to perfection. I'm going to pay three dollars to watch it again before Thanksgiving. Every Why didn't year. I just buy this movie? I don't know. I'm just yeah, just buy. buy yeah, go out and buy, buy this movie. movie. It's yeah. yeah. If you don't have this, it's just a classic. Especially given the fact that we can't think of even three other Thanksgiving movies. I know. Clearly, I you know. need this in your repertoire, and it's just beautifully done can't give it more stars than it already has yeah it goes between humor and because that scene where they're you know in bed together and he kisses his ear because mm-hmm. it's a tracking shot right and steve martin said that the cameraman kept giggling so the camera kept shaking so they had to keep reshooting it because every time they did it the camera would be shaking and then oh, they would start oh, laughing and then so those good. two would start laughing Oh my god, it's so funny! I, love it. I can't even imagine. But the I scene, but imagine. the scene where he does the chatty Kathy, it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It tears uh, into you, man. It tears into you because the fact that you can see John Candy just being incredibly hurt, and but Steve Martin keeps going. If you're talking to somebody and you see that you've really hurt their feelings. You tell you mean you're like okay, I, you know I didn't mean it, but he just keeps going after no, he realized. No, I think he was to the point though where you're just like, you're just once you start letting it out, you can't stop. Yeah, like, that's probably. So, like, yeah. I see that annoyed. I see that sad look on your face, but fuck you. Like I've put up with this for too long. But, I went on a also, trip like that once. As a yeah. viewer, I feel like we're also so annoyed with Dell by that point that you're like, finally, yeah. But as soon as we, as the viewer, see his feelings are hurt, you're like, oh no, this mm-hmm. poor So it makes man. us feel bad. It yes. does a good job of making us see both sides so well. It really does. Mm. <sighs> so Beautifully good. done. Way to go, John Hughes. Way to go, John yeah. Candy. Did, who, did he write this? Who wrote this? I think John Hughes did. Yeah. I mean, but I, did he co-write it as well? I think there might have been a co-writer. I'll look it up. <laughs> I don't know. You now, that. okay, did you watch the entire movie? I don't know. What is that there an in credit thing? And did I didn't you watch? Yo, oh, you didn't see Damn the end credit. Oh. And I should have known because at the end of Ferris Bueller, there's the thing. There's the inc- yeah. So Damn I it. am not going to tell you what it is. Don't tell I'm me. I'll go right watch now. it after. I can't believe that the. 
It didn't Marvel, even occur to me. Marvel stole this. It. Marvel stole this from John Hughes. Yeah. Because he does Yeah, John Ferris Hughes was Bueller. the first one to ever do a stinger in a movie. You've got to watch it to the very, very, very oh, end. Okay. Oh, how, what a treat for me. I'm it up on no, John YouTube Hughes wrote right and directed it. Okay, just good. Him. Yeah. Um, what a treat for me that there's a, a thing that I haven't seen. Just like with the like fuck fest that I had no idea until I was in my 30s because I had always seen it on network TV. Right. So if how you're lovely. listening to this and you turn it off when the credits start, watch it through the entire. It's not what you think it would be. It's a callback to the movie, but it's I'm just. Watching it right now. You're watching it right now. <laughs> oh, how perfect. And do you that. notice the turkey in the background? Yes. He's having dinner <laughs> on this glass conference table. Oh, my God. Oh. How great. It's so short. It's like 15 seconds. It's 15 seconds. I can't but I've it's I've seen it before. Beautiful. That's hilarious. Can't I've never wait. seen that before. Can't wait. Now I just want mashed potatoes so bad. Oh, I'm I love mashed Thanksgiving. potatoes. I'm going. Did y'all know? You, I've probably told you this before, Emily. For the listeners, I live in Boston. Turkeys just fucking roam the streets here. Like all the like, mm-hmm. first Thanksgiving, they killed a turkey. I'm sure they did. Yeah, because I'll have everywhere. to stop my car because there's a three foot fucking turkey. <laughs> Why, we can say bad words on this show, yes. right? Because I've already, already said <laughs> A fucking turkey. A fucking... They're just, they just, it will blow your mind. I'm like driving through Harvard Square and I have to slam on my brakes because there's a half dozen giant turkeys in the street and they just like fly up into a tree because they can only fly like 10 feet off oh, the ground yeah, or something. They're not meant for, they're not built for flight. Blows my, in New Mexico, my same mind. Thing. They're all around their house, fucking turkeys everywhere. Crazy just seeing a turkey. Oh, somebody, somebody that's from here was like, that's weird to you. And I was like, yeah, what yeah. would you do if an alligator roamed know, the streets? Because one time <laughs> there, we had some students from like Michigan coming to visit us at LSU and they were freaking the fuck out about squirrels everywhere. Like they were losing their minds. They had their really? little cameras out. Yep. And they were taking pictures of the How squirrels. How funny. So. Just local, you know, local wildlife is interesting. Yeah. In well, like first time I saw a chipmunk in real life, I was just like, <gasps> oh, my God, it's so cute. And you're and like, it's just a chili, just a squirrel. What's that animal <laughs> in uh, Louisiana? They have to, They it's like a rodent, but they have to shoot it. What is it? Yeah. It's like rodents of unusual size. They're like huge, giant rats. No, what's the name? I didn't hear the name. Oh, Nutria. Nutria, yeah, where they send people out to shoot them at night, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get like you get forty pound rodents. Yeah, you get like I don't know twenty bucks a, a dead animal or twelve mm-hmm. bucks or something because they're I think they came from Peru. Somebody Adobo? brought them yeah, over here species. and now they're yeah they tear up the it's like the a coast. capybara almost. Yeah, it's like coastal erosion. They're contributing to mm-hmm. that, so they're really bad for the state. I love how this just turned into our wildlife hour. It did. Yes. Welcome so back. It's to educational. The John Hughes wildlife anyway, hour. Anyway, planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> yes, so Go planes, trains, and automobiles. So I guess Isn't we all. Dear? It's just a wonderful, wonderful movie. And it wasn't a big hit yes. when it came out. Was it? It really, it wasn't. Was no, it, it wasn't. And it just so built up over the, mm-hmm. it's one of those that have gained a, a cult following over the years. So Yeah, it's a sleeper Good. movie like like Princess Bride. It didn't do well yeah. in the theaters, but everybody rented it and rented it again and again yeah. and yes, again and again. so good. <laughs> I keep yawning because so we that beer. Because we're drinking beer. I'm going. I'm, I'm about to have a second turkey. beer. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, thinking yes. about turkey too. And beer and turkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beer and turkey. Say the next. I'm me, so Clark. ready for Thanksgiving I am too. Yeah. 
All right, so that's, uh, is there anything you two want to uh, promote or? Clearly. Oh, I do. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I know I'm in a movie and it's coming out. Uh, actually, actually, it's coming out Friday. So by the time this comes out, it's out. It's called Spirited. It's going to be on Apple TV. It's in theaters right now. Is it in theaters right now already? It is in theaters <gasps> right now. It's not in theater. It's in, uh, look, it's in Baton Rouge. They're showing it in Baton okay. Rouge. They're showing it well, all over the place. So okay. it's probably in Houston. We don't get it in theaters in Boston for like three more days. So I'm going to get to see it before it comes out on Apple+. Plus. I filmed for a couple of weeks. I don't know if you can see me, <laughs> but I have so much proof that but I was she for was real there. there. I've seen I pictures. was there. I did stuff. So I, what's I, the, what's I had the, a casualish the... conversation with Will Ferrell. Oh, go ahead. Ask uh, me no, all the questions. No, but what's the spirited? What's the oh, gist called... of the movie? Oh, it's A Christmas Carol. It's okay. a musical version of A Christmas Carol starring... Um, Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, Octavia Spencer. I was hired as a a mover, a movement specialist. They couldn't call me a dancer. We were cast as dancers, but if they call you a dancer, they have to pay you $1,200 a day. So they have to pay, pay you way more. <sighs> so my category was like a specialty something or another. Basically specialty background. So I did some light dancing in it but mostly just like turning my head on a certain count and looking menacingly at uh will ferrell in the ghost scenes yeah but there's one scene in particular where will ferrell was in front of me the whole time and had to push through me and somebody else so at the very least because he's a tall man you'll see like this much of my head but you'll probably see me you'll probably will because that was a lot a lot of times that i was right in the front and center. And then I'm in a bunch of office scenes in the ghost world. It's hard to explain without giving away the whole. Of okay, excellent. So spirited. Uh, look for spirited on yeah. Apple TV or, or see it. In the th- Emily, anything you want to promote? Um, I went viral on Facebook one time about That's a bitchy right. post I did about books and trying to get them out of my classroom. Totally you did. Unrelated. What's the count up till now? It was so good. Uh, I don't know. It was up to like 20 thousand plus shares or something yeah. I, I haven't yeah I've, I've turned off i had to stop looking at it because the dumb people know, were making me angry and there's I had not to that walk many away. there's just a handful there's not but those are the ones that you <laughs> the ones that you there really you go. aren't going to convince are the worst exactly are, oh well they're just so dumb so they're yeah so dumb. i have nothing to promote i guess is what i'm yeah. trying to say yeah. <laughs> all right but remember people this is a dan Aykroyd movie because dan Aykroyd was in she's That's having right. a baby and she's watching that so this is technically a dan Aykroyd it movie. totally counts so is this like it, an office scenario are we supposed to think she's having a baby is like is like a documentary because how does it make sense that kevin bacon's in the movie and the other person's watching it i don't, I'm gonna say I it's don't like the know office. it's, it's like a the office. document it's it's gonna, yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're making the all office. right so That's i can't it. So I, I love thinking about this i'll shut up <laughs> No. Well, beforehand, right before we went on, started recording, uh, Kristen's like, uh, what I like to do is tell is tell people how to do things. So I was afraid she was going to hijack the the podcast, but she. She did. I only halfway did. No, we yeah. sh- you did. You did great. We got you a little bit off. No, the you topic, did do. But... I've had I've had people on here who don't talk. It's like, why did you agree to come on here nope. if you were not going to talk? It's did they just like, nod quietly what... or do that quiet laugh? You're like, okay. Well, it would be laugh. like I would set them up. It's like, uh, well, oh, you, you, that scene where you know she where she gives birth with the baby halfway. 
Yeah. And just let that lie there. It's like, I'm setting you up. Like that Chris Farley sketch on SNL (laughs) where he interviews people. You remember that time? That was stupid. You you remember that time you were trying to wrap up this podcast and I started talking about some dumb stuff? (laughs) This is so fun. Thanks for having us, Scott. Yeah. All right. Yes, definitely. Look for Kristen and Spirited. Look for Emily talking about books on Facebook. Don't. Don't look for me, please. <laughs> we'll up. see everybody here next time on the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash Scott White and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. I like, I like me. My wife likes me. At the very least, the absolute minimum. Got a woman you love to grow old with. Spending too much time away from home. I've been home for years. I've been home for years. I've been home for years. been dead for eight years. has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast. Peter, did you get the train tickets? Uh, actually, no, Lois. There was a guy inside selling shower curtain rings, so I bought a bunch of those. Peter, that was the last of our cash. These ones have helium in them, so they're very light. You are unbelievable. The last four days have been a living hell. Our baby is at home all by himself, yet instead of getting us home, you've managed to make things worse at every turn. A monkey would be a refreshing step up from you. A monkey would talk less. 
Here's a little tip. If your instinct tells you to do something, don't do it! If your instinct tells you not to do something, it's probably the right thing to do! You wanna hurt me? Go right ahead if it makes you feel any better. I'm an easy target. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you, but I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me, I'm not changing. I like, I like me. My kids like me. My friends like me. Because I'm the real article. What you see is what you get. <laughs> Movie references.